I'll review all these changes and try to arrive at a decision. You want to leave? Yes. But your body tells me something different. Your legs, for instance. The way you're pressing your thighs together under the table. And the change in your breathing. And in your complexion. My complexion? You're flushed. I could just be the one. It's your adrenaline. My name is Drew, and as always, I am joined by my very, very, very good friend, Badway. Hello, listeners. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, thank you all for sticking with us here. We want to welcome all new listeners, and for anybody that's missed us over the past couple months. Nobody. For that, <laughs> for those that don't know, this is a podcast where we watch movies that might not have been loved by the critics, find those silver linings, and fill in the blanks that the movie writers might have left out. If you're looking for us on the interwebs, our website is thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. We have a Google Plus page. We don't have a lot of Plus fans on there. Hit us up on there. I didn't even Plus us. Follow us on SoundCloud. And lastly, lastly and importantly, if you're enjoying this show, head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We really, really appreciate it. If you like what we do... Uh, really helps us out a lot. And let us know how sexy our voices are. <laughs> we tried our best. Yes. We tried our best. Without further ado. So, we make a return with our special Valentine's Day edition, 50 Shades of Grey. 2015, Rotten Tomatoes, 25% IMDb, 4.1%, directed by Sam Taylor-Johnson. Do you know what Taylor-Johnson stands for? What is that? She is married. She's a 48-year-old woman. Yeah. Married to the guy from Kick-Ass. The kid? Yes, the kid. <laughs> I had no idea. Apparently, they started dating when he was 19, and she was, I don't know, some, like, probably twice his age. Yeah. Not that we're saying that's wrong. Oh, Do what you like. so right. Do what you like, but I think she's a good director for this film. It's kind of like a hot for teacher scenario. Do you him. think that that's why she was chosen to direct this film? She she knows about... Uh, she's got the experience. Fulfilling the fantasies of, of, of young people. <laughs> anyway... Fifty Shades of Grey, when a college senior, Anastasia Steele, steps in for her sick roommate to interview prominent businessman Christian Grey for their campus paper, little does she realize the path her life will take. Christian, is an, as enigmatic as he is rich and powerful, this is a mouthful, that's what she said, <laughs> finds himself strangely drawn to Anna, and she to him. Though sexually experienced, Anna plunges headlong into an affair. Let's with the with the words. <laughs> Who wrote this? Come on, and learns that Christian's true sexual proclivities push the boundaries of pain and pleasure. Let me ask you a question. Yes. D- does that not sound like fan fiction? Yeah. Who wrote that? I I pulled it from Google, which I think pulls from Wikipedia. I don't know. But it's it's really telling. There's a lot of sexual imagery in that. You know? <laughs> like I love the words plunges headlong. Yeah. You know, rich exactly. and powerful, uh, you know, strangely drawn, all this <laughs> stuff. But sure enough, I think it, it really does kind of paint the picture of this film because the truth is 
This movie was based on Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, if, if, for those of you that don't know, that is a true fact that it was written in log form for fan fiction until it was to be what it is now, a uh, hit trilogy book series. So as Drew and Badway plunge headlong into this <laughs> synopsis here, I'm just going to straight up ask you, yeah. have you read this book? No. Have you read any of the books? So, no, I don't believe you have not either. I've so, seen excerpts, so but that's it. We're going to preface this whole podcast by saying neither of us have actually read the book. Our only experience into this sexual uh, journey <laughs> through Fifty Shades of Grey is through the movie itself and just the movie. So if there's any book readers out there that uh, would like to correct us on any possible um, mistakes that we may have made or anything that maybe the book had left out that we would like to add on, please, please send us emails, tweets, Facebooks, text, uh Send us a mail, you know, postmark mail. Doesn't matter. Let us know. <laughs> I so. know a few people who have read this book. Great. I won't name names, but we might need to interview them afterwards. No, we, need to, we need to find out what's going on. <laughs> no, I, I think it's very interesting that this movie actually literally did start out as Twilight fan fiction on yeah. the interwebs. This person, E.L. James, is that, a real, is that a real name or is it a pen name? I feel like it's a pen name. Like I don't e. know for L. sure, James? but it sounds like a pen name. I don't know what it yeah. is, but it started off as Twilight fan fiction, grew in popularity because of bloggers out there on the internet. But the truth is, it, it was about Edward and Bella Swan. So Christian is a vampire. He's a vampire, so to speak. So to speak. And if you watch this, if you've seen Twilight, I will admit that I have. Yeah. Haven't read the books. You can tell where there are certain similarities between both the the book of this or whatever the film and and that movie, like the long staring into each other's eyes. Yeah, I, I gotta admit, you told me that after I watched it, and I that that popped into my head that it was very this movie was very Twilight esque. So it's it's very telling in the movie. It, it is very telling. I feel like it's quite obvious. How? But how did the book do? Te- like, do you know how it did? Like, how was it reviewed? Well, I know that the book was very shittily reviewed, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Poorly written, but obviously it satisfied a lot of its customers. So it's really a phenomenon that this really took off, and I think that has a lot to do with the Twilight series in and of itself, which is similarly not trashed, but it's kind of in the same... It's it's laughed at? Yeah, it's in the same boat. It's kind of mocked. Yeah. But obviously, it's very successful. I love how we pulled a couple quotes um, from the Wikipedia page, and I just, I, I just laugh. Like, tell me, tell me what what they said because it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I got, I got some quotes here from some um, some book critics. These are book critics, not movie critics. So this guy Solomon Rushdie, did I say <laughs> that right? Solomon Is that Rushdie? real? Did you make that up? <laughs> no, it's real. He's a real guy, <laughs> Solomon Rushdie. I've never read Sir. anything so badly written that got published. It made Twilight look like War and Peace. Salmon Rushdie. Sick burn, Salmon Rushdie. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be famous, am I dumb? He is a very famous person. Yeah, well, whatever. He was, no, he wasn't in Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know who he is. <laughs> New York Times has written like a Bronte devoid of talent. Do you know who Bronte is? No, well, it's... Isn't it Jane Eyre or whatever? And they were joking about it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they wrote that. They also said it was dull and poorly written, which is such a snooty thing to say. Who are you? That is very... Who are you? Very, You very write something, snooty. New York Times. They have a lot. <laughs> and then Jesse Cornbluth. Who could forget Jesse Cornbluth? <laughs> From the Huffington Post. <laughs> As a reading experience, Fifty Shades, dot, 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 
is a sad joke. Beauty of plot. You know what that sounds like? It sounds Peter like the, it sounds like the dean from Ghostbusters when, the, when he's evicting the Ghostbusters out of the lab, <laughs> calling you, them calling them poor, poor scientists. You, Doctor Vegman, are a poor <laughs> scientist. Exactly, was, was, that, was that Dean Yeager? Yeah, that it's Dean that? Yeager wrote that oh, review wrote from that. the Huffington Post. Anyway, so that that gives you a taste into what like the source material is, and I'm assuming it is heavily lifted from the source material into the screenplay of this movie. And to be honest, we get kind of the same as what you expect. What do you think, though? Do you think that the source material is more explicit? I mean, in the quotes that I've seen, I, I could say that that's most yeah. likely true. From from experience, um, I would say that the book was probably a lot more explicit than the movie. I went into the movie with a certain expectation of a certain amount of um, pornography. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to use the word disappointed, but... I thought it was tame in comparison to what you, you expected. think going into it as a, as a BDSM-driven movie. It was tamer than I thought. Yeah. Well, I, I, I look at it, and we've talked about this many times before we even saw the movie. It's It seemed to me to be a Skinamax movie yeah. with a much bigger budget. Right. I think it had a $40 well, million dollar budget, and budget, it shattered. Yeah. It made, the, like, it's the fourth highest rated R movie in terms of release and money of all time. See, that's that's both surprising and not surprising at the same exact time. Now, forty million dollar budget. What what did they use it on? Like, was it just the helicopter? Was that it? They had to get his like. Did they buy the helicopter? <laughs> that's was that most because what uh, wasn't that flashy? His swanky apartment. They had all the yeah. cars. All right. Well, they, they went. They did that one trip in the in the plane. Yeah. Loops. That the stupid that's about thing it. without engines. Yeah. Like. You'd think that a millionaire would be able to just fly his own plane. Yeah. He was getting towed <laughs> by, by a prop plane, by a Cessna. Did he break down in the air? You got a tow? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a big-ass uh, glider. Well, we got to post a picture of that because I thought it was funny and out of place. No, and I, and, I mean, that's a good yeah. question. What did they spend their money on? I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the, the, the playroom? The playroom, yeah. The play- and all the gadgets. We'll, we'll, get, it, we'll get into that. We'll get, get into that later. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It, it was like the, with the dialogue and the acting. Now, I'm not in the business of bashing movies. I love all movies. And to be honest, I had a hell of a time with this movie. You I really, it? I enjoyed it. I did. Listen, I, I I understand it's poor execution and poor acting and poor directing and poor screenplay and poor script. Poor and delivery, all that. poor everything. Yeah. <laughs> Having said all that, I was very entertained by this movie. And I'm not just talking about the sex scenes. Like, that's Listen. not, I've no, I've no care one way or the other towards that. I was entertained by this movie. It was fun to me. I, I'm going to say this before, without getting too much into my analytical approach to it. I, I remember texting you because I was watching it about like 20 minutes earlier than you. So we were like kind of off on the delay. Yeah. I remember thinking, God, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh-huh. But I didn't turn it off. Yeah, but I can't look away. And I'll say I? that. And not and like you said, not because of the scenes. Yeah. It just was terrible. But I couldn't, I did watch it and right. I wanted to know what happened in the end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as, as we referenced Skinamax movies, like this is, it's very similar. And also I, w- I would liken it to maybe Lifetime movies yeah. where it's like, it had very wooden acting and it seemed to me, I wrote down one, one take scenes Yeah, where it seemed like they were just spitting their lines out and like they, there were no retakes. Let's just keep going, 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 going. But uh, later on, I have a game for you. Oh man. Um, speaking of Skinamax. You back with the games? Yeah, we're going with the games. We're going to go. Is this a Skinamax title or a legit famous movie? I'm looking forward to that. So one. we'll see if I can stump you on a few of them. Well, we talked. But that's about, later. We talked about this a little bit, but and and again, I, I want to get more into the movie in a second. But one last thing here: 
I think this this would have been better. Now, if they're not trying to make as much money as possible, but they're trying yeah. to deliver the best quality of story. Yeah, you try to save the script, so to speak. From a quality of story standpoint yeah. and storytelling, I I think this would have worked better as a HBO like series, whether exactly. it was a three season series, exactly. maybe ten episodes. But then I thought, man, there's like nothing in the movie. It's yeah. like the sex scene, and then how you get to the next one. Like maybe there's nothing that they could do yeah. for ten episodes. Well, there's some brutal sex scenes in say Game of Thrones. <laughs> Brutal is a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, th- this is certainly tamer than some of that stuff, even though the scenes at Game of Thrones are maybe shorter. But they have politics in that. Yeah. Like, there's right. nothing in that. Right, but what I'm saying is you can get away with that kind of stuff on an HBO show because it has prestige. You know what I mean? And maybe they could have brought some of that prestige. Yeah, they've they've earned it. Yeah. And if you drag some of this stuff out, maybe it makes a little bit more sense. And maybe it gives the characters a little bit more depth. And and I think, you know, you, you had mentioned this to me earlier. You know, we have very strong opinions on trilogies. Yeah. But... What did you say to me before? I, this is when the movie when the movie ended. Spoiler alert: When the movie ends, it doesn't really end. It yeah. kind of just stops. Massive cliffhanger. Yeah, uh, literally, an elevator door closes as their mid argument. Yeah, and the movie credits hit. So it's kind of like this movie is just the introduction. It reminded me a lot of like Avengers movies, where it's like they make the movie just to introduce you to the story, so that you have to wait three years to watch the second movie. Yeah, I hate when, when movies do that. A good example of movies not doing this is Batman Begins, yeah. where it's part of a trilogy, but the actual story that they're trying to tell in Batman Begins begins and ends. So there's not this major, major cliffhanger like the story of Ra's al Ghul and everything. It's kind of, it's finished. Like they don't need to make the next one. Right, exactly. They could because they yeah. had the Joker card at the right. end. Yes. But it it ended in its own story, but it was a bigger yeah. picture story, say, right? Say, God forget, our man crush, Christian Bale, just yeah. happened to drop dead right after the shooting right. of Batman Begins. They could have had the one and it'd be done and it'd be a great movie by itself. Right. It's not needed to go on to sequels, but it was enhanced by the trilogy rather than it being dependent on it. And and I agree to you with that point, but the, the other one is, we'll talk a little bit more about the next two in the trilogy, um, but I, I just think it's funny how like every trilogy, the second one is supposed to be like the darkest of the bunch. Yeah. And no coincidence, the next one's called Fifty Shades, 50 Shades, of Shades Darker. Darker. <laughs> I mean, what the... That's all I'll say. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump into the characters. There's there's two characters I want to talk about, and then we can talk more about the plot and obviously what happens behind the scenes that we didn't find out. Yeah. But the first person that we're introduced to is this Anastasia Steele, which, worst name ever, you could tell it's fan fiction. Hey, Anastasia Steele with an E on we the We talk end. about Skinamax, Anastasia or Anastasia, if you're classy, <laughs> and Christian Grey. Those, those are porno acting sounding names. Grey with an aren't E, they? man. Grey with yeah. an E. Yeah, with an E. Not an A Y. Yeah, that, that makes it totally more sexual. Gray, it is. gray with an A is a color. Gray with an E is a porno name. T- tell me about about this this girl. So the quick rundown is she's an English, English lit major and she drives a bug. Right, she's <laughs> got classic. a she's got a razor flip phone. So she doesn't have everyone else in the, everyone else in this movie. Every character has an iPhone or you know an Android, some kind of smartphone. She's got a razor. Um, she's very awkward. She's stumbling she, within the first five minutes. She trips. She's wearing very unassuming and uh, plain Jane type clothes, which the roommate calls her out on. Which me in my head before the roommate called her out on the uh, called her out on her clothes, <laughs> I thought to myself, "You're wearing that to the interview with <laughs> the sexy she, billionaire." She literally said and that. And then two seconds later, the, car- the her roommate said, "Wait, you're wearing that?" Like it was like it was very obvious that she she's saw wearing no plain Jane clothes. It. Yeah, this girl also friend zones every single guy in this movie, not named Christian Gray. Yeah. She has no clue what she's looking for as far as a partner, but she's looking for something. I hope she wasn't too attached to her car. Yeah. But uh <laughs> <laughs> So she goes to interview this yeah. this sexy Patrick Bateman type 
businessman and she finds out he's an investment mogul, mostly in the telecommunications investment area, yeah. which is total BS. Very vague. Like, of, of course, like, you know nothing about his business. Yeah. I want to know more about it. He could be an evil, like, villain from yeah. a Bond movie for all we know. He could be Terry Silver. Yeah. Terry he Silver was Terry the Silver. CEO of a waste disposal company, you yeah, know? Let's, let's not throw his name around I mean, too loosely. You got to do a lot to be Terry Silver. I mean... Was Christian Grey a karate champion? No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay. He didn't terrorize young let's people. Relax Actually, the, he yeah. did. He did terrorize. He did terrorize youth. You know, they should have given him a ponytail. Yeah. I feel like Christian was, Bray would... He was C-blocking his Anastasia's yeah. suitors left and right. Yeah. So he was terrorizing Very the youth much. of America. <laughs> right. Yeah. But this dude, I mean, you don't really know much about him. It's the whole tall, dark, and handsome, and dreamy, and, and secret secret businessman. Yeah. He's into African agriculture. And what did he say? Like, like I guess to play home the whole cold. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt to look good. Yeah, so he... The, the, he he comes off as very cold, calculated, controlling, obviously. And they really try to hammer that home within the first 10 seconds of meeting this guy on in, screen. In a scene that basically has no weight or gravitas, if gravitas. you want to say. It, it just, you find out that he was born to a crackhead, yeah. basically. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead here. but That's all right. Just, this is all about character development. It's Go on. background for this dude. You don't know anything about him. Yeah. You find out later in the movie that he's he was born to a crackhead yeah. and she died or something when she was five. But the scene comes out of nowhere. You you find nothing. It doesn't matter it doesn't about matter. him. It doesn't matter where he's from. Who cares? Yeah. He has some scars on his body. It, none of that matters. And the way that he reveals it, she's sleeping in the bed. Yeah. And he just kind of says it. And it's like, oh, next scene. There's no reason <laughs> yeah, there's for no, that. There's no, no reaction to but it. But I want to ask you the important questions about this dude. Yeah. How the hell did this guy become a CEO? And we find out in the movie he's he's part of money. But it wasn't yeah. money. He's an adopted kid, right? He was yes. adopted when he was like seven or something. Yeah, to the Gray family, to who the was Gray. super rich, and we don't know why. But how did this dude become a CEO? Is he a self-made millionaire? It doesn't seem like he's made of anyone else's money. No, no. He, he seems to be very hardworking. He's all, like, he, he grew up a control freak. We know that he had a past relationship with an older woman who kind of shaped his entire viewpoint on life. And I think it made him want to go out and make it out on his own for himself so that he can control himself. Now, listen, this guy is like an all-time control freak. Yeah. And um, if you're a control freak, you can't rely on mommy and daddy's money to get through life because that might be taken from you and then you have nothing. Right. So he had to go out and get it all for himself so he could control everything about his life. It, it fits into his character. Do you think... Good writing. Good writing there. Uh, what is that? E.L. E.L. James. E.L. James. Good job. Do you think that he's a good CEO? Like, where does he rank on the glass door list Look, of CEOs? He's a snot-nosed CEO. Now, like, listen, he may, he may be, he may have good business savvy, <laughs> but I feel like he's very disrespectful to a lot of his current, former, and future clients. What's his like? Cred- what's his accreditation? Like, is he is he a graduate? Did he or did he just become this billionaire CEO? Like, did he go to like Fox School of Business? Well, and- I'm sure he could go to any school he wanted to based on his family upbringing. So that's true. I Maybe mean, he went. He to had Princeton. everything set out in front of him. He was born with a silver spoon. Well, not born with a silver spoon. Born with a crack spoon. He had up. <laughs> born with a silver spoon. He was adopted to a silver spoon. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and I mean. Like I just don't understand like what his company does, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I shouldn't but, yeah. try to waste time on I, that. I, I assume it's not very. Um, I don't know what's the word. It's not important. Not important, and it's also pro- probably a little. I would assume they're a little underhanded. 
Yeah. Little Terry like Silver esque. Like Terry Silver. A little Silver esque like, there. You know, there's a Dumping few- oil barrels <laughs> into the ocean, something like that. <laughs> Telecommunications. Yeah, you know. He's the reason why my cable bill is two hundred dollars exactly. a month. Exactly. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah. The gas bill's high, you know, it's it's all it's he's he's turned of the turn of the strings. I'll give you I'll give you a couple other qualities of him and then let's just jump into the like some of the plot points that we that we have, but we find out he was sexually abused as a fifteen year old, which is pretty messed up. Yeah, but he, he made it he painted he it as it. like he liked it and it was good for, but that's exactly the kind of mental abuse right. that like an older like teacher a, a predator would put into your head. We talked about this before. Like yeah. if if it was a girl, the guy would be in jail just because yeah. of the way that the the stigma is of that right. kind of thing. And like I mean, maybe the woman would have been in jail too, but nobody knew. That's right. the point. It was a secret. But he was abused, and we find out, I think that's why he is the way he is. Maybe we'll find out when we go darker. Right. And and the, the movie is based around his um his controlling sexual nature to all of his girlfriends. And when he was abused, or not abused, or when he was sexually awoken, so to speak, at his 15-year-old self, to this older woman who was probably at least over 30. Absolutely. She was. She did the same thing to him. She She dominated him, and he was a submissive. And that's kind of how he like when he grew up. He kind of turned the turned the the roles on his future um, partners. He was the apprentice, and now he became the master. Yeah, yes. He's a skilled pianist. Yes, yes. He He's is. a skilled pianist. In more ways than one. <laughs> he buys awkwardly expensive gifts. <laughs> he practices safe sex most of the time. He's not afraid to flaunt his money. Um, I mean, that. What else can we say about this dude no. other than he? That you don't know anything about him. Yeah, that sums it up. Like you said, tall, dark, and handsome, and very, very, very dark. I, I think we could on the dark. talk about who I would have cast instead of him later. Yeah. We'll do a, the recast, the last right. one recast like we used to do. But I think the, the main topic that we should get into is his pursuit of Anastasia, Anastasia. Steele. <laughs> Anna, or whatever the hell he calls her. Yeah. Um, By the way, the, the spelling of Anna Steele, S-T-E-E-L-E. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Porno. The Total e. porno, porno name. The E. If like, it was S-T-E-E-L, it'd be fine. Yeah, the E at the end, porno. S-T-E-A-L yeah. would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> they meet each other in this initial interview, and I don't want to get too much into the plot. I want to talk more about the things that happen, but yeah. like his her roommate was supposed to go interview this dude. She has the flu. Yep. She can't go, so she's going to go for her. Awkward, weird girl. The most important point in this, and you texted me a picture of it, and you just yeah. had in all caps, LOL, yeah. was her biting this pencil. Yeah, so this Christian Grey guy is completely uninterested in this interview. It's for the school paper. Um, she's asking really rigid questions. She's very robotic. She's nervous as all hell. She's not really giving off good vibes. And he's kind of like, can I get this girl out of my office, please? I got better things to do. She's asking like yeah. really rigid questions. Right, right. Like, And then at one point she asks now, him, is he gay? Yeah. Yeah, now, all of a sudden, she she takes the pencil in her hand, and she starts to, like, play with it with her mouth. She bites it, and she does this thing where she bites her lip. It's like a nervous tick. Yeah, yeah. So it's an oral fixation and a nervous tick. And the second they show that, they show a close-up of that, and then they cut right to his face, and his face is instantly intrigued. Yeah. And from that point on, we see his face, and we go, he sees something in her. There's potential for this girl. I think I could make something out of this one. And it, he, it immediately, his demeanor immediately flips and he gets more flirtatious. And he starts asking about her, about her likes, about her wants, about her past, what she's doing. Total creep moment. Yeah. Creepier than Phil Hartman from <laughs> Jingle All the Way, <laughs> where he's trying to, trying to hook up with all the moms. Well, that was more, that was more aggressive. <laughs> he's playing it a little bit cooler, at least in the beginning. I mean, he's, he's in his businessman suit. He's in this 
you know, overlooking Seattle or wherever the hell they were. Yep. You know, he's he's total power move, but that's where he identifies. She's got some intrigue, talent, maybe. Yeah. He, and, he likes her. And uh, we were talking about this. Uh, we were writing it up. I feel like when he picks these girls out, he doesn't want to find a girl who's, like, already experienced. Who's already, like, for lack of a better term, we, we throw the word freak around. <laughs> it's not a freak. <laughs> this girl is clearly not a freak. She is very innocent, but... There's there's a twinkle in her eye that <laughs> there's a twinkle in her eye that says to him, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'd like to find out how far I can go. And that's exactly the type of person that he's looking for in a partner. <laughs> so and that pencil bite was the it was very subtle, but it was very clear that Christian has found his diamond in the rough. <laughs> Excuse me. Am I wrong? No. Am I right? I, I think you're exactly right. it down? And that's why I like this movie. Because <laughs> it's very simple. It's a very simple movie. You can throw it on on a Friday night and just like relax and just like... The story is told right in front of you. Open, open up yeah. a bottle of wine. Yeah. The director was very clear with what he was showing you. Well, what he was showing you. I love how you also texted me like... Literally, she's it's like getting hot and steamy in there. Yeah, yeah. And she walks outside after the interview. Yeah, and she gets rained on. Yeah, she's getting rained on now. For lack of a better term, she got all wet. Um, <laughs> but what I, I took, I took like a, an intro, like a film class. Yeah, a freshman year of, of college. And I'm not a film major or anything like that. I just Listen, really love movies. And you know what you're doing. Yeah, it's an it's an elective, and I, like I feel like I I knew what I was doing. Chapter one, basic stuff that I was looking for that directors try to spell out for you. This was all in chapter one. This entire movie was chapter one of of like directing one oh one. Because it was so damn basic. Yeah, it was so obvious that like there were there was no like hidden meetings, there was no like made you think about it. It was so obvious. So let's move on. She <laughs> leaves the store, right? Yeah. Where do where do where does this couple meet up again? So she works at a hardware store. Total random job. I liked it. And listen, this Love is it. where you can tell it's fan fiction. Yeah. Like None of this stuff makes any sense. But it makes perfect sense. It makes sense. perfect sense. It, ma- it makes no sense, but it makes all She sense. has what he needs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So she's working at this hardware store. She's just working. It's like a Tuesday afternoon, whatever the hell's going on. He walks into the store, and she's like totally surprised to see this billionaire dude just walking around. And his driver took him there. And he, she starts, he starts asking her all these questions, and yeah. she's totally surprised. But you can tell she loves to see him. Yeah. And he starts asking her for all these random, random things. Asking her for duct tape. Yeah. Zip ties. Is he doing housework? Rope. Yeah. You know, it's like he's buying all this stuff that if you go buy, if you go down to Walmart right now yeah. and you go buy that stuff, <laughs> they're going to call the cops. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're going to call the cops on you. Like you go right down to Walmart. Yeah. You, they're going to be like, hold on a second. I got to check with the manager. The drawer's broken. Uh-huh. They're going to call the cops. They're going to take your picture. Yeah. And they're going to walk out. What I want to know is she's like making fun of him. Like, oh, you, your hardware store out, like, you know, whatever you're out of materials. Yeah. And I just want to ask you, like, is he buying this stuff because he really needs it? Like, he's actually out? He's got to restock. Like, he's got to restock. He used it all on the last yeah. girl? Or is he going there to, like, kind of, like, give her a hint into what he's all about? I mean, obviously, he tracked her. She didn't tell him where she worked. Yeah, how the hell did he find her? I think she may have mentioned that she worked at a hardware store. But how many of those are around? Like, he, like he found out right away. It was a mom and pop shop, too. Yeah. It's not yeah. like she went to they Sears. Have, they don't have a website. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. So... 
he stalked her. He, he tracked her down. He's not low on supplies. He's got supplies. And plus, he's got his driver, Taylor, will do it for him, right? That's what I don't get. He's not going like, to go shopping for his sex toys by himself. Like, he's going to get someone else to do it. For, actually, maybe he would. Yeah, he now that to, I think about it. Well, he has everybody sign an NDA. He has a, yeah, he's a very particular taste. He's a, yeah. a particular, very particular set of skills, too. Do you think his driver knows what he's doing up there? I do, actually. Loft? Do you think I, he's kind of in on it, or does he, like... You know, out of sight, out of mind. He looks like the kind of driving. He looks like the kind of dude that doesn't want to know, though. Yeah. Like, don't tell me, dude. I don't care. He's a good employee. Just, I'm gonna drive you here. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't need to know what you what you're doing. Yep. He's not like Alfred Pennyworth, where he's in the back cave yeah, that's with right. Batman. Yeah, that's a good way. He's, to put not, it. he's not Alfred. Like, <laughs> so his playroom equals back. That's what I'm I, saying. I like it. I like like it. he's not in the back cave yeah. with him. Like, yeah. like I'll tell him, sir. Let me. Uh, I'll I'll stock the playroom while you're out, sir. Fighting yeah. crime. Yeah, Alfred would do that. This guy would not. That's a good employee. This dude. He doesn't, doesn't want to know. know. He doesn't want to know. This dude doesn't want to know. Yeah, I like it. I like it, it doesn't matter. He gives her like his business card or whatever. Yeah. She winds up putting the phone number in her phone. Yeah. They're out at a club. Well, let me, let me, first of all, that business card, it made me think of one Patrick Bateman. Absolutely. Which this guy is basically a serial killer. If we're, if we're, if we're breaking it down. The he girl is. The girl even made a joke in the hardware store. Like, what do you buy all this stuff? What do you serial killer? Which is like the only comedic moment in the movie. Aside from the, uh, the contract scene. But um, my favorite scene. Yeah. So he slides the business card. It's silly in Braille. Like he's got it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he had it it's done. It's the eggshell. Like it's the Pierce. colors down. So she gets she gets his phone number. She puts it in her razor, and off they go to the club. It's <laughs> a razor. Yeah. So what happens at the club? So she's in line going to the bathroom. First off, her friend from How to Make It in America. Yeah. Is just all about her. Yeah. So Cam. For, for for the for the twelve people that watch that show, Drew and I are two of them. Love that show. It's on HBO. <laughs> It's about jeans, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Making denim, really crisp jeans. Yeah, it's it's about jeans. It's crispy, yeah. but she she's at this club and her friend's totally in love with her. It's like total friend zone, like Bowie said earlier. Yeah, it's pathetic. They're just chilling. She has to go to the bathroom. He's like immediately, "Where are you going?" Yeah. He's one of those. It was like he's it, one of those, dude. It was so sad. I yeah. felt bad for him. I'm like he's got the puppy dog eyes. He's got the puppy dog eyes. So she goes to the bathroom. She starts feeling like, you know, she's a little drunk. Inhibitions are down. She starts texting him. Yeah. He's like pissed. And then she calls him. Or he yeah. calls her. No, no, no. No, she calls him. She's in line. Yeah, she, that's right. Yeah, she yeah. drunk dials him. She drunk dials she him. She drunk dials him. And he's like, first of all, I can't believe he answered. You know. Yeah. He was working on his computer. Yeah. His Mac, the light wasn't even Always on. Always at work. No, he he was online shopping for them toys. He wasn't <laughs> working. Buying duct tape online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um so he answers, she drunk dials. He's like very put off by this. He doesn't like this. He doesn't like his women to be drunk. Yeah, he was very yeah. turned off. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be drinking that much. And she's not that drunk, to be honest, based on the conversation. Right. But he blew it way out of proportion. Had to come down there. She didn't even tell him where she was again. And he yeah. found her. So does, she, does he have some tracking on her? Did he, like, you know, did he touch her goodbye? Like, did he place the little microchip? He's freaking the you know? anti-Batman. Yeah, right? He's he's the S&M version of Batman. He is. And he's got no <laughs> Alfred. He's got a different guy for Alfred. Probably has the mask, you know. He's His car is the Batmobile. Yeah. But in, in, the, in the time that he goes and sees her. Yeah. His brother starts talking. His brother, which I know you want to talk about. I would love to talk about his, his brother. brother. Starts talking yeah. to her roommate. Yeah, so he brings his brother to uh, to pawn off on the roommate to get to to isolate. This is this is classic uh, PUA PUA pickup artist. <laughs> this is classic pickup artist move. He brings the, he brings the wig man to like pawn off the the roommate so he can isolate his. Uh, his target, for lack of a better did word. He, did he sniper negger? Yeah, he sniper negged her a little. Sniper neg, shotgun, shotgun negger, yeah. Yeah, he peacock too. But. 
<laughs> so long story short, she's drunk. She's thrown up on the curb. He gives the stiff arm C block to Cam from How to Make It in America. That was sad. Yeah. So he walks away crying. He takes her to a hotel. Classy gentleman. Yeah. She's drunk. Doesn't take advantage. Puts her to bed. Tylenol, aspirin. Tylenol on the, on the nightstand. Orange juice on the nightstand. D- slept in different rooms. Total gentleman. He said he slept in the bed next to her. But he didn't do anything. Over the covers. Over the covers. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you sleep in a bed with your friend, it's like, yo, dude, you over the covers, I'm on. Yeah. So long story short, he kind of semi-seduces her in that scene, but still it's just a kiss. That's all it is. Which basically leads to them, you know, wanting to become an item. Yeah. Whatever that may mean, an item. But he drops her back off at her apartment. And who's there? Right. His brother. His brother's there with, Hooking the, with, up the, with roommate. the roommate. Hooking up with the roommate. This guy, Elliot. Yes. Now, is that a rich guy name or what? Yeah. This no is, offense to Elliot's. This is not said in the movie, but we're assuming that Elliot is is a... Um, a gray. Is a gray. A natural gray. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not a touch of gray. Uh, a, natural a, gray. A, a, a birthed gray, a if bur- you will. <laughs> so he comes from family money. Yeah. What kind of man is Elliot? Let's let's, let's sidetrack. Let's let's talk about Elliot. He if, looks like a surfer yeah. dude. If Elliot, know? if if we had a if we had a sidebar movie with, that followed Elliot along the along this timeline, what would he be doing? He looks like a surfer dude that's just living off his parents' money. He's just <laughs> yeah. living his life. You know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of a young like Sawyer from Lost. Yeah, that's what he looked like. He gets lost on a plane yeah. on an island. Yeah. No, he he does. He, he had looks, the look. He had the the gruff. He had the hair. Couldn't be more opposite of his brother. Yeah. So, He's like fun loving, yeah. nice guy. Yeah. Later, hooking up in the bed. Later's babe. He on says. the couch. Yeah. Now is he a submissive? If he's an op- if he's the opposite of no. Christian, I think he's just he's just a player. There. He looks like a player, rich player guy. So you think he's very shallow? There's not much depth to him. He's just playing with Bobby's money. It seems like he likes this girl though. Yeah. And I think that's an odd match. That girl. I mean, I have my thoughts on whether she would have actually wound up with Christian Gray or not. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, look, she seemed weird. Look, listen, uh, there's two things. She's powerless. He's got money yeah. for days. <laughs> money for days. And he's a good-looking dude. Yeah. So, and that's why all of this works. Not only the Elliot and the roommate thing, but Christian and Anna. It just works because when you have money and you have the looks, it doesn't matter if you're a douche. It, it's, the way, <laughs> it's the way the world works. This, this novel is very... Um, Stereotypical. It, it writes itself. Stereotypical of um, E. L. Uh, James. Yeah. <laughs> very, very stereotypical of, of of the world we live in, or at least the stereotype out there that you know. In, in every movie, you know, you go for the guy with the money and the good looks. You know. So anyway, yeah. rich guy, Christian Gray, yeah, takes her total rich guy move, yeah, in her in oh, his yeah. private helicopter, oh, takes yeah. her to the top. And she says, oh, my God, we're going to Seattle? Go to Seattle? So he takes her to Seattle. <laughs> and it, was it funny to you that that song kicked on? Yeah. <laughs> love me like you do. Love, love, love me like you do. What are you waiting, are you waiting for? for? I didn't know that song was made for that movie, Apparently by the way. Apparently it is. It's nominated for a Grammy. The placing of it, as soon as they took off, it like blared on oh. the speakers. I thought it was hilarious, but go on. Sorry. I'm not going to lie. When we were preparing for this, we had that song on loop just yeah, to get were. us in the right mindset. Yeah. You know? So he whisks her away to Seattle, takes her to his private residence at Escala, Escala. or whatever the heck it's called. Escala. I don't even know. It sounds was like the whole, a, Was the whole building his or just the room? I think just he had floor. a condo. Okay. Like he has like the honeymoon suite of condos yeah, he in should, that he place. He should buy the whole building. It could be, he could have a whole sex dungeon. Maybe he owns it. Yeah. I don't know. 
know. It's like you know. I keep going back to Batman. Yeah. It's like the Dark Knight he, where he moves into the to the loft. He is the Batman of sex. He because, is. Because <laughs> he really is. I never thought of it. He is the Batman yeah. of sex. I don't know if he has like a costume or anything that he wears. Oh, we he's got costume. We didn't see that. Oh, that's chapter two. Right? Maybe that's, that's book, darker. That's, that's book two. Maybe, all right. Maybe it's more in the thing, yeah. but the, the Batman of sex yeah. is. You know, he whisks her away to the bat cave or the yeah. loft, like the, in the, the Dark Knight. It's the bat loft. He takes her into there. He winds up, you know, talking to her, and he asks her, you know, he's never, he's not one to make love. Right. He comes out and says it. Yeah, he's very explicit that this is the way I do things. I don't keep girlfriends. I do this this way. I like to um, push your limits, but right. I'm never going to hurt you, blah, 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 blah. I will not sleep in the bed with you. Yes. Very specific set of rules. Then he finds out, and he just goes nuts. Yeah. She's that, a virgin. Yeah. Badly, he, she's a virgin. He almost, like, if he was drinking water, he would have spit it out. He was like, he turned animalistic. Yeah. He was, he was like, oh my God, it's what I've been waiting for yeah. all my yeah. life. He, and I quote, he said, where have you been? <laughs> quote, end quote, where have you been? <laughs> the dialogue, <Yeah. laughs> I'm sorry, is so shitty yeah. in this movie. It's so bad. It's, it's fan fiction. Yeah. It's like if you and I wrote a screenplay and made a movie. Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean, we can digress all we want about, did the writers actually improve the writing? I don't know. I didn't read the book. I feel like I need to read it's the book after verbatim. this. But the point is, he finds out she's a virgin. Yeah. He just he goes nuts. He loves it, yeah. and he makes love to her. He, he makes an exception breaks to the his rule. own rule. He breaks his, his one own... rule. <laughs> he broke your his one Batman rule. rule. He'll never kill anybody. <laughs> his rule as the yeah. sex of the Batman of sex yeah. is he will never sleep in the same bed as a woman. <laughs> he will never ever make love to a no. woman. I quote: He says, "I don't make love. I I don't make love. I." Okay, it yeah. was very explicit. Oh yeah, and he was very adamant about that rule. Oh, I love this Batman comparison. <laughs> he's, he is the Batman yeah. of sex, and nobody knows that it's him in the outside he's, world. He's a, he yeah. makes you sign an NDA. Yeah, nobody knows it's him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's hiding his identity. The only man that knows is his butler. Yeah, that's the only man. And he if might he not knows. even know. As we said, he might. Just, he I don't want to know, dude. You know what? Whatever you do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. long story short, he winds up making love to her, whatever. Yeah. But this topic of the contract keeps coming up. He keeps giving her this contract. He wants her to sign this thing. Oh, it's an yeah. S and M contract. Yeah. Like this is what I will do. This is what I won't do. Very specific in the acts. You, I looked this up, Badway. Yeah. Did you know that you could print out the PDF contract and give it to your lover? Oh, that's and it's like a, it's a must at this point. It's right? a PDF. You got to print it out. Yeah. You got to negotiate it, yeah. and you give it to your lover, and you have them sign the contract. Well, yeah, you got to cross some things out. You might want to add some things. You never know. So the contract itself doesn't matter. Yeah. She doesn't sign it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, the best the best part about the contract is the scene where they um, they negotiate it in his office. They have a business meeting quote, at the unquote. table. Yeah, and that was pretty funny. But other than that, the contract means Jack because as we get on, the, we find out later on she doesn't sign it, but things still happen. So yeah. But he takes her into the Batcave, finally, so to speak, and the, shows her what he's all about. Now, for for completion's sake, we must say that it, he calls it the playroom. The playroom. The playroom. It's so lame. It's a lame baby. He's got to so fix that. Yeah. Like he's better off calling it the Batcave. Yeah, call it the Batcave. It's call so it. lame. Yeah. 
but in there you see all these whips and and floggers and I don't floggers know floggers and flippy something, flops and something you would yeah. see at Club Vandersex yeah. like in Euro Trip. <laughs> like do you think he just went nuts at Club Vandersex yeah. one time? He you would know? love it being there. Is that where you know maybe maybe his uh his old lady friend took him there the one time? Oh, that's where he found out about. <laughs> maybe he found you know? out his 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 pleasures. He was so, into yeah. that. So they so she shows him the room right, and we get a quick look at what he has there. He's got the standard fare, but we don't see everything. So. Uh, I was just thinking out loud, like, do, do, do they have everything that we need there? Does he have the butt crusher? Does he have the butt the butt cracker? <laughs> the butt cracker. <laughs> is the boob squisher there? <laughs> is the dick tickler there? We don't know. <laughs> they don't show it all. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't know, you know? Oh, my we God. We need to find out about these things. So anyway, she sees it. She's, I guess, a little intimidated by it. They don't really use it that night, do they? No, he, he. I think he makes love to her again, doesn't he? He does. Twice. Twice. That's the same night. Bad way, I think he's fallen for her. I think he's fallen for her. This I never think, happens. And and this is where the Twilight comparison comes in. I remember seeing Twilight. I remember he's like, I'm incapable of leaving you alone. That's like <laughs> like verbatim yeah. what that douche vampire guy oh, says. Oh, yeah. That's exactly the same. He wasn't sparkling. Yeah. And, and this is where I believe my theory from earlier, our theory, that the book is a lot more explicit than the movie. Because I feel like there's a lot more sex going on in this book than Absolutely. there is in this movie. So they have this whole setup of the room, and they're like, they barely use it in the movie. They use it for maybe three scenes, one of which is very important towards the end. But I, I feel like there's a lot left on the table. And rightfully so, because you can't have that kind of thing in, in a movie like this. It would have been and, NC-17. And it not be like, you know, on, on, on the streets of New York, where it's like, you know, they have the little porno theaters. Yeah, that's right? what it would have been. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't put this at uh, Regal Cinemas. I, can you imagine yeah. seeing this in the theater? Like, yeah. I, I would feel so weird. Well, it was Valentine's Day. It came out. You gonna you gonna bring your wife? No, you didn't I, bring your wife. No, I didn't. Or Valentine's Day opening night. It's just a weird where you're sitting thing. Next to some five hundred pound. That's dude what I'm saying. Like wife. you get the heavy breathing yeah. next to you. Like it's you not know, sexy. people joke about you know Paul Rubens in the theater. Yeah, doing a little something. I guarantee to you. People had, the, had would, fun. Would people in this have movie. talked if like you and I went to see this together? Oh, you can't. We like, can't go watch as this. As platonic friends, like, could we have just like, um, just like leave a seat in the middle? Like, it's like sit, it, sit one, leave like one empty we, seat. That's the key <laughs> to us watching this movie. Seat. It's like if we go watch Magic Mike. So yeah. what? I want to see Magic yeah. Mike. I'm a, I'm a fan of the dance moves. Yeah, you right? know the, the, yeah. the dance moves. You like Magic Mike? I just I, I think you know the thing about about this this movie is. It's just a weird thing that's in the theaters, and I keep coming back to it. It's like it's, I know it came out, yeah, but it's it's the type of thing that you'd see on Cinemax. I just yeah, don't get exactly. it. Exactly. So anyway, I, I keep I keep coming back to HBO though. That's a great point that you it brought up. It should be the HBO if, series. If this was an HBO series, it could have had prestige. It could have been something better. Uh, like you said, there was all about making money, and it made a shit ton of money. So yeah. obviously, they did, the, they did the right move. Right. But I digress. Go on. So I want to just list off a couple things. You tell me if this is a violation or not, because we're going to get more into him changing her and all that. But just real quick, yeah. let me tell you the list of things that he did. All right. And could you get away with doing this if you weren't a rich billionaire? All right. I'm going to give you a quick yes or no. You give me a on. yes or no or yeah. maybe an explanation. Breaking into her apartment. Absolutely not. If he's not rich, he's going to jail. Buying her cars, multiple cars. Yeah. If, if you go on the second date with your potential girlfriend, not your girlfriend yet. And say you buy her, like, a very expensive piece of jewelry, she's going to be freaked out. and She's going to leave you. So, no. Sells her car, her heirloom Volkswagen, a classic, without Vin- asking her. The biggest violation of all. And like, he, yeah. 
He it's, sells it and he says, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, Taylor, uh, I told him to get the best price he could. <laughs> it's a classic Beetle. The money doesn't matter. What if she, like, what if that was her grandmother's old car? Exactly. Yeah. He was a total jerk to her dad at the graduation. Lou Ashby from California. Gave him a by stiff the way. arm. He's, he's like, oh, oh excuse me. Uh, nice to meet you. Excuse yeah. me. So, yeah. She goes all the way to Georgia to go see her mom. Yes. Hasn't seen her forever. Needs to escape. He's upset. What does he do? Crashes her party. Shows up. He oh my hellies, God, he's here. He hellies over to Georgia. Total violation. Completely possessive. We're bad at a thousand here. Completely possessive. Yeah. All these qualities, if there was in anyone else but a rich billionaire of a CEO of a, a, yep. a toxic waste conglomerate named <laughs> <laughs> Terry Silver. As only a man with these qualities could be. Yeah. Ponytail yeah. hidden into his, the back of his shirt. <laughs> what, yeah. what would he, he do? Puts it on. <laughs> he has a clip-on he ponytail clip on. for when he's doing business. Yeah. Evil business. Yeah. No, this guy's 100% creep, and I, I, just, I, I get flustered when I think about it because normal guy... Is either in he's jail like a raper. or slapped in the face about all these things that he's doing. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the course of the movie goes on. And again, I, I said we wouldn't get into the plot, but here we are, di- you know, dissecting the it's plot. It's so juicy. It's too juicy. Yeah. Their relationship is is this weird teetering, right? She's trying to hold back from from giving herself to him in yeah. this S and M fantasy world, and he is like trying very hard not to fall into a normal relationship yeah. because he just can't keep keep his wall up so to speak he can't he doesn't know yeah. what it's like to just love somebody yeah. and spend the night so they're they're basically they're both trying to change each other right that's what it boils down to they're trying to to try to make each other something that they're not and i feel like it's de- really doomed for failure so when we end the movie they i don't want to say they break up but they they definitely have like a like a Oh. A plot-altering fight, It's right? a moment, It's right? a moment, yeah. It is a moment. Yeah. And you think that he's starting to crack, but he stays true to his ass-whipping ways, for lack, <laughs> to lack put of a better literally. word. Yeah, to put it literally, right? So she's crazy for thinking that he's going to change. I, I agree in, with in you. In a month, like, I feel like, what, do they know each other a month? I think they could. he could change over time, but yeah. it just like she can't change and be all into what he's into. Exactly. Like he can't, ch- he's got some problems. Let's. Right. Uh, he. The truth is, he needs a shrink. He's screwed up. He yeah. needs to go oh, yeah. see, you know, Ari Gold's therapist here. Oh yeah. And this is her first relationship, like ever, dude. If so, it, you can't do it. I feel like her. She would be psychologically traumatized after this. This is not a healthy relationship. No. I'm sorry, it's just yeah. not. And you could debate that till the cows come home. The truth is. It's not good for her. No. Now, I don't want to be the one to tell her that. I'm not her dad or mom or whatever. Well, her dad could have maybe tried, but Christian Gray's always flying over <laughs> he there. He got boxed like, out. Yeah, yeah, he's boxing him out. <laughs> he got stiff-armed. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, and I think this is where I think we should maybe get into just for a second about the story, and we can end the story talk here. Yeah. The end of the movie. Now, I want to talk to you about this because I don't understand... And I, I, I'm trying to understand what happened. Now, I didn't read the book, so yeah. maybe the book readers can tweet at us, you know, at The Last Row Pod. Write us into your into our Gmail, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. I, I don't understand the ending. She basically, you know, I think he has a really bad day at work, yeah. whatever's happening, which, by the way, is hilarious <laughs> because he gets on his cell phone and it's like, you know, you know, like little kids play with cell phones these days. Oh, like yeah. I have, you know, nieces and nephews. Yeah, yeah, you give him the phone. Yeah. You like act like you're being a businessman. Yeah. He's like, I'm so mad. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. It's like he pulls like the most <laughs> stupid business line ever. Like, yeah. well, tell him that I want it. And that's what I want to do. 
It's so dumb. He's losing at business. He's losing at business and he's mad and he's just so mad. And she comes and she's like, what's wrong? You know, what's going to happen? And he's like really struggling with, it seems like he's struggling with, do I become like a a vanilla man and just love her? Or I can't let go of my ways. He He could tell her how his day went or... He could whoop her ass sexually. And basically... For her pleasure, so to speak. Right. And that's where I don't know. Like, because, yeah. you know, like, it didn't seem like it was for mutual pleasure. You know right. what I'm saying yeah. when I say that? He, he, he He's kind of like telling her it's for all for your pleasure. And but too. it wasn't. But it's not. And I guess what you, your wife was talking about, like, she cleared it up for me. I didn't see it this way. But that's exactly what it was, now that I'm thinking about it, is that she's afraid that one day he's going to come home from a long day's work and it's not going to be for her pleasure. Yeah. It's going to be for his pleasure. And she could say the safe word and he'll stop. He's not that kind of person. He's not the beating type. But that's not... He's not hel- in it. That's not a loving, healthy thing. He's not in it yeah. for the right reasons. Right. It seems. Yeah. So he comes and she basically says, like, you know, in, in so many words, do the worst that you would do. Yeah. And he, like, I mean, he he wallops her. He goes through with it. Yeah. He does. And, and she doesn't say stop. But she I could think, have. But I think she's proving the point. Yeah. Like, it, it, as right. I try to dissect it, she's trying to prove the point of like, he should know to stop. She shouldn't have to say the same right. word. And I wanna, yeah, but I want to make it clear that he's not like beating her like domestically. But maybe he was and they just couldn't show it. Like I didn't read the book. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the book is more graphic. Maybe it's, it's worse. possible. It is very he, possible. He hit yeah. her pretty hard. Right. It, which it didn't, like she didn't. So I guess in his defense, she didn't say the safe word. Yeah, you know, I she was know. very capable of doing so. She was clearly in pain, though. Like, it he was stopped. Not, he stopped. Like there were, it was six lashes with a belt right. to the butt. Uh, it was not a pleasurable yeah. experience. But like there was a lot of pausing between each one, so she had every opportunity to say, "That's enough, you asshole, get away from me." Yeah, like, but it was part of like the the act, the the, the game that they play of you disobeyed me, I'm going to punish you, that kind of thing. But I think that was the test. Like, she shouldn't have to say the safe word for him to know this is way too much. But that's why they're both dumb because she shouldn't expect him to stop because this is what he's going to do. And he's dumb because he obviously has feelings for her and he should have known to stop. So they're both wrong, completely. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the proof, though, that this he had a bad day at the office and it looked like he took it out on her. And that's not a healthy relationship, in my opinion. I-M-H-O. I-M-H-O. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, the movie ends with with him just she's so upset. Don't touch me, leave me alone. And he like I think he starts to realize like oh my god, I think I went too far. I don't want to lose this girl. I don't want to lose this girl. Yeah. I really like her. And it ends with this cliche way of her getting in the in the in the elevator, basically saying his name as she said it at, right to the beginning. Yeah. And that's the cliffhanger ending. And I just knew it was going to end that way. Yep. But it was stupid. So we need to go darker to understand <laughs> what's going to happen. All right. So you brought up darker. Let's do quick speculation. The sequel, Fifty Shades Darker, and then the the trilogy ender, Fifty Shades Freed. Now, us as two guys knowing nothing about these two <laughs> books, which already exist and the story's already told. It's not like Game of Thrones. We could read it, I yeah, guess. could read it. What are these next two movies going to be about? You give me your opinion on what it's going to be like. I, I feel like Darker definitely, like, so Darker, I mean, he, he left it on a, a pretty dark, dark end note. Yeah. And as the movie trope goes, the second movie in the trilogy has to be Darker. Yeah. It's always oh, the yeah. darkest. Starting with Empire Strike Back, you know, Star Wars did it. We got to find out about the villain of Christian Grey. Yeah. Like, he clearly did something bad. Yeah. So are we going to find, I think, in my opinion, we're going to find out about his past. We found out that he was abused as a kid, basically. This woman showed him the ways. His, quote, Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson, so to speak. I, I have to admit, I saw a spoiler. Uh-huh. I know who's cast as this person. Oh, She's yeah? going to be in the next one. And I, I, I guessed it before I saw it. At first, yes. I was thinking, of course, it would be 
Sharon Stone. And then I thought, no, I think it's going to be Kim Basinger. And of course it's Kim Basinger. Of course it's Kim Basinger. So, Sharon Stone, Kim Basinger, Heather Locklear, one of those three. I think we're going to find out about her and their relationship. Maybe yeah. we'll have some flashbacks. But yeah. maybe I'm giving the writing too much credit here. Oh, maybe. You know, I feel yeah. like maybe we should write our own ending to this. <laughs> but And then the third one is Freed. I feel yeah. like he's going to exercise his demons and he's going to learn to love her in a loving way. Yes. All right. My quick spin is 50 Shades Darker, as a guy who I know nothing about this. <laughs> She's going to come back up the elevator maybe like a month later. It's been a month. You know, she's still curious, right? So she goes back with him. She signs the contract, right? She's going to sign it? She's going to sign that contract. She's going to go in that back cave, and it's going to get real dark. <laughs> it's going to get real dark. Like bad? Not bad as in like break the rules, but like she's like, holy shit, this guy is crazy. I can't deal with this anymore. So she leaves again. She breaks the contract. And then she still has to go back because she's got to change him for the better, right? So she comes back, she changes him for the better, and in Freed, she becomes the dominant and he becomes a submissive. So Freed is actually Anastasia breaking free from the bondaged handcuffs. Ah. Yes. And they are put on... Mr. Christian Grey, where they belong. You know you know how the cover is like his tie? Yeah. Because he ties her with it? Yeah. I saw the book cover for the second one. It's like a masquerade mask. Oh. The third one, I didn't see it, but I got it. I hope it's like broken handcuffs. Broken handcuffs. Freed. Yeah, right, yeah. Freed. Cut rope or and whatever. By the way, Freed, what a, what a name that a fan fiction would be. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is if we wrote it. It's pretty lazy. Anyway, I think we talked about this a little bit. We want to get into the recast. I know we only have a little bit left, and we still got the game, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it won't take long. Let's do it. Let's do it up. You asked me this earlier. We always yeah. try to do a recast when we find that it's necessary. I think this one is ripe for a recast. Now, I don't know who would actually agree to do this, yeah. because Mr. Jax Teller, Charlie Hunnam himself, yeah. had originally agreed to be in this movie. I don't know if it see, would have been better or you, worse if he did see, it. See, we were talking about this. You said you don't see it. He's I too totally short. see it. Now, for those, short. You, for those of you that watched uh, Sons of Anarchy, Jax Teller, Charlie Hunnam, if he does that that whisper voice, <laughs> which I feel like he does the whisper voice only because he he's still having a hard time with his American accent. Because yeah. what is he, Welsh? He's he's uh, he's some type of um, United Kingdom. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, he he's had a real hard time with his American accent at Sons of Anarchy. So his best way to do it was the whisper. <laughs> now, if he played this Christian Grey character with a whisper, I think it would have worked. Would have made him a little more mysterious. Anastasia. But yeah, he's not tall and he's not dark, so he's too short. He's short and light. He's too short. Yeah, and he's pretty jacked. Yeah, of course. But I don't. I just don't see it working. And it was he was contractually obligated to show his ass in like every single. Every single <laughs> episode of Sons of Anarchy, yeah. Because you're allowed. Yeah. You All like... the sex scenes just featured his ass. So, <laughs> like, he would have been fine with the nudity, obviously. But I guess maybe his agent told him, dude, it's probably the best Do you think career. it would have lampooned his career? Yeah, I think it would have. I think it's best to do an absolute unknown. Like, like some the, of these Like people, these two kind of are. So. They, they were in some stuff, but they're not very nothing, big. Nothing career making. This could make their career. Like, you can start here, but you can't come here in the middle to this movie. So, anyway... Recasting this movie now, putting all aside the sex scenes that no major Stark would ever star in this movie, right? For obvious reasons about the sure. sex scenes, it'll kind of like, especially if you're already built up, there's no need to do this type of movie. Right. So we're not even talking about fit here. We're talking about, <laughs> could this movie be saved? <laughs> the movie with this dialogue, this this script, right? The screenplay, it's pretty hard to save it. It is what it is. I don't care who's speaking the lines. <laughs> 
But is there any chance that we could have the best actors in the world take the places of these two main characters and somehow form some chemistry and make this an Oscar-worthy movie? Are you are you saying like we need we we need like a method actor yes. to come in to fully engulf himself in Christian Grey's world? But I think he would get arrested preparing for the role. <laughs> like, exactly. Like like imagine That's how deep it would have to go. Imagine if Daniel Day Lewis like yeah. decided like, to take on yeah. the role. Yeah, exactly. Daniel Day Lewis acts like what? Once every five years. He's like fifty years old. Yeah, it doesn't matter about the age. But he would get arrested, like preparing yeah. for the role. Yeah, he would. He would get deep. Into would he? This. Would he join a company to become a a, uh, a millionaire? So he could join. And become, <laughs> yeah, he would have to become a. Millionaire. He was well, already a millionaire, but but he would know. have to become the CEO of but a he's company. He's not a millionaire. Yeah, he, he's got to become a CEO of a company. Yeah. He would have to join one of those like sex cults, like uh, yeah. like from Eyes Wide Shut or something. Oh like my that. god, Fidelio. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could he save this movie like he's like the cream of the crop he's like <laughs> he's like the the top of the line it's like you, Tom Brady you're bringing in Richards yeah so if you like if Tom Brady went to the Browns right Cam Newton went to the Browns they're he, so bad could he make the Browns a Super Bowl contender you know what I mean it's I don't that know, kind of man. level you have this material to work with the great like take the greatest quarterback of all time put him on the worst team of all time yeah I don't think he could could he done. like lift up the shit that is this script I don't could think he, do he it? could get it done so, so, so no no uh what do we have here Daniel Day-Lewis we talked we talked earlier about Batman Christian Bale Christian Bale like, he couldn't do it. Like you know he'd throw himself into that role, too. I would be scared for whoever the co-star was for this movie you if Christian Bale did it. Sidebar, I'm afraid Bale's was a little bit on his fastball because <laughs> he actually backed down from the movie because he couldn't do the weight gain I anymore. saw that. So it kind of makes me sad a little bit. It makes me feel a little bit older. Because oh, in, his, in his 20s, man, in his early 30s, he'd be all over those roles. But now he's like, you know what? Can't do it anymore. Can't do it on the body. He, he's like Peyton Manning. He's getting he's old. Got the, yeah. He's got the nerve damage in his neck. Yeah, he's man. like, you know, I, I can't risk it anymore. Can't risk it. He's off his game. He's got to go normal. Jared Leto. Jared Leto would totally do this. Jared, Jared Leto actually, I think, could be Christian Grey. Yeah. I think he'd be better. He's kind of short, too, though. Actually, I... It doesn't matter. They could do camera tricks. Tom Cruise is in action movies. <laughs> Give him some stilts. Yeah, right. Uh, stand on a milk crate or something. I don't know. So, Take his shoes off. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, like Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland was the biggest badass in television history, and he's, he's like, like five, five foot four. nothing. Oh, no. God. But Jared Leto might be the best on this list. Not that he's the best actor on the list, but like he's young enough and he's crazy enough. And he's daring enough to maybe elevate this movie a little bit more. Could you, like, you know how he is, right? He's very selective about his movies, too. Could you imagine him reading the script? Yeah. He would have had his nose so far in the air that his head would have broken off backwards. Yep. Because he'd have been like, ugh. Ugh." He'd rather make another album with 30 seconds. (laughs) So no, no actors, actresses. We got, you know, Jennifer Lawrence, Cream of the Crop, Brie Larson. Best actress. Listen, if this movie was made 10 years ago, I'm going to tell you who it would have been. Yeah. It would have been Anne Hathaway. Absolutely. Because she's bumbling. Yeah. She's awkward. They kind of look alike. Devil Wears Prada. She was nude in a couple movies. She's got no problem showing off, you know, her body. She's comfortable. Yeah. Like, I think she would have done this if this movie was made 10 years ago. She even kind of looks like her a little bit. I I totally agree. The one other guy that I want to say before Christian Gray, before we jump to the game, is. I was saying, you know, who kind of looks like this guy, but is a better actor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the guy who plays Superman, Henry Cavill, Cavill, yeah, that's, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, good enough, Cavill. The dude, the man from Uncle. Yeah. Whatever. He he looks more like like a, a Christian Grey, even though they kind of look... This guy yeah. looks like a poor man Superman. Yeah. And, and not he, to dump on him. If he hadn't done Superman, this may have been like the movie to try to like boost him into the public, like public picture. Him? Yeah. He could easily have done it. It could have been him. 
I, I'm going with Anne Hathaway for the woman, for yeah. the for the female role, Anastasia, and I'm going Jared Leto as my like all time. I'm gonna say Leo doesn't want to do this because he's yeah. not gonna win an Oscar. Oh yeah, he's only choosing Oscar movies from now on out. Yeah, <laughs> but I think Jared Leto. If he's hunting. Jared Leto could get a couple rewrites on the script. I feel <laughs> like he he would really like put himself all out. I I agree. I, I'd have to agree with you there. All right, so promised you a game. We're gonna end the show on a game. Um, title of this game is. Skinamax movie or legit film? So I got 10 movies here. Five of them are legit films. Five of them are literally 1990s Skinamax movies that you may or may not have seen. Am I, am I supposed to admit that I've seen any of these? You don't have to admit that you've seen them, but, you know, take a wild guess, right? All right. So, all right, number one on the list. You tell me, Skinamax film or legit theater? <laughs> Animal Instincts. Oh my god! No, wasn't Animal Instincts the the uh, the pet psychic show from Sarah Marshall? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I keep thinking about yeah. the Rob Schneider movie, The Animal. Yeah, The Animal. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess legitimate film. It is a Skinamax. It's really <laughs> softcore porno movie. Tagline: All you have to do is watch. <laughs> <laughs> the plot doesn't matter. Oh god! All right, number two, Angel Heart. Angel Heart. Oh god, uh, legit film, legit film. Uh, <laughs> Mickey Rourke, Robert De Niro. All right, I think I've heard of that. It's, one it's a voodoo New Orleans uh, cop thriller down in the Bayou. De Niro. Spoiler alert: He plays a character named Louis Cipher. Okay. Do you get it? Oh, I get it. Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> He's the devil. <laughs> it's shit. Oh god. Number three. You got one right. Color of Night. Color of Night. Oh my god. I'm going to say legitimate film. It sounds steamy, but it is legitimate. It is? Bruce Willis and Scott Bakula. I've, ne- <laughs> I've Bru- never seen that one. I thought this was the funniest thing. Bruce Willis plays a, quote, colorblind psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> color of night. It's the color of night he can't see. Now, if the plot has something to do with, like, he gets screwed up because he, he mixed up colors, I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah. I've never heard of that Apparently, this life. is a steamy thriller, and he has a text scene where he hangs dog. But, <laughs> Bruce Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. But it was in the theaters, and it's not a Skinamax. I've never heard right. of that. Number four. You have, so far, two out of three. Good work. Uh, I'm just guessing yeah. completely. <laughs> Prelude to a kiss. <laughs> Prelude to a kiss? Yeah. Uh, I'll go Skinamax. No, it's a real movie. Really? Alec Baldwin and Meg Ryan. <laughs> Romantic comedy where an old man with cancer kisses Meg Ryan on their wedding day. And she gets and cancer? And they, they swap bodies. Uh, and Alec Baldwin has to learn to love her, her soul in the old man's body so they can switch back. It's a serious movie. Serious? <laughs> like when you phrase it that way, it sounds like a joke. Yeah, I know. But I bet it's like, I bet it's like uber serious. Yeah. Oh, God. So you're two for four. You're doing a good job picking these, All by right. the way. So am I fooling you? I'm glad. Yeah. Glad you haven't seen these. All right, number five, Prelude to Love. <laughs> a lot of preludes. Uh, 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 legit. Skinamax. <laughs> Beauty, is- greed, and passion. A dangerous combination. <laughs> that sounds like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, primal instincts or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> basic instinct. Number six, Day of the Warrior. That's a movie. That is a Skinamax starring Buff Bagwell from WCW. Wait, he was in a porno? <laughs> yes, he was. Softcore. What? Buff Bagwell is the warrior in Day of the Warrior. Are you is he, Are you kidding me? I don't know if he has a seat or not, but I know he's in it. <laughs> he's in it? Yeah. 
So you, you're falling off the oh cliff here. You only God. have two. We're at number seven. Uh, Forces of Nature. Legit movie. Legit movie. Have you seen it? No, I don't know. Rom-com starring Ben Affleck and Sandra Bullock. Ben Affleck's in that? Ben Affleck What's and Sandra Bullock. What's it called? Bullock. Forces of Nature? Forces of Nature. I never heard of it. I yeah. don't... Number eight. Maximum Risk. Oh, that's definitely a porno. That is a Van Damme movie. Are you, you kidding son me? Of a, I can't I believe I should have known no, that. you should have known better. I just went guessing. With Natasha Hedstridge from Al- the Alien Chick from Species. Oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme plays a fashion designer and also a kick-ass cop. <laughs> a play, he's design. dual role. This is his second twin role. What's this called? Maximum what? Maximum Risk. Why did I not know that? He also plays it as a movie where he's a twin also in Double Impact. So Van I Damme forgot has, about that. Van Damme has two movies where he's a twin. Oh, my God. You have two out of eight, man. Pick it up. Oh, is that the same chick that's in Silk Stockings? <laughs> Maybe. I know she she was in Species. She We're was talking about alien. 90s yeah. stuff here. Yeah. Silk Stockings. Number nine, Wild Cactus. Wild Cactus? Uh, Legit movie. Total porno. Oh, my God. I should have known. In the desert, you can't escape the heat. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. And number ten, Andromeda. Real movie. Porno. Are you kidding me? I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> and I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read you the full title. Andromeda: Colon, The Pleasure Planet. <laughs> Here's the plot synopsis. Disappointed that Andromeda, The Pleasure Planet, has fallen on hard times, three men travel to a female-only planet to recruit women to bring back to their planet. Oh my god. <laughs> and the last one, Emmanuel in space. Emmanuel in space. Oh, that was definitely skin. I just thought it was funny because I remember when I worked at Blockbuster, we had this. This is the only porno in the store. We had this porno. <laughs> it's actually a TV series. I think it's like an HBO series is or something really? like that. Yeah, like Taxi Cab Confessions. Yeah. Oh my! So God. that's it. You got two out of ten. Which congratulations. I failed. F plus. <laughs> Can I at least get a plus? Oh my God, that was fun, man. Well, that was good. good job putting that together. Good work, good work. I'm glad you didn't really see any of those movies, so it was a good test. We need to. Uh, we need. I can't believe I got the Ben Affleck one wrong. A couple of those I should have got, you know? Like, yeah. I had no idea that Buff Bagwell was in a uh, Skinamax movie at night, <laughs> the late night movie. Oh, my I, God. I, I specifically looked that one up because I remembered that Buff Bagwell was in a... Like, back when WCW was big in NWO, like, I, I knew was that it, he was like in he was one. active, like, while he was an active It was wrestler? either that or, or, or right after Like, it. he like, retired. it wasn't that far off of it, you Man, know what his I mean? life must have went pretty yeah. downhill to yeah. go straight to that. Like, yeah. normally, you know, you have some hard times. Like, but I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I didn't recently, I don't know if he was, like, active, like, you know what I mean? Active in it. Active in the not community. Sure. <laughs> he was the warrior, so maybe not. Maybe he's the only serious actor in there. Yeah. But anyway... It's been oh, fun. That was a great, a fun episode. That was a really fun episode. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with the game. We need to, we need to incorporate the games more. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. So anyway, if you guys enjoyed the show, hopefully we didn't offend anybody too bad. Um, stay tuned for more. We're going to be picking up our regular cycle. You know, every every few weeks here. Um, I know we promised that a few times ago, but this time we're dead serious. We're out of hibernation. So Let's do this. If you did enjoy the show, we're definitely going to be doing more. Let us know what you think. You know, if you really enjoyed the episode, tweet at us. We've got a, a couple really good tweets here. Some uh, fans of Terry Silver recently tweeted at us. Yeah. So we just want to say thanks to uh, to all the listeners here. So we're we're glad that w- at least one other person could appreciate Terry Silver. Yeah. There's so, a couple. There's yeah. a couple on there, but uh, I really appreciate it. So if you're looking for our website, you can hit us up at thelastrowpodcast.com. If you want to send us an email, let us know what you think about this episode, want to recommend any movies that we watch, any other films that, that you enjoyed, you think we would, email us at thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, at thelastrowpod. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. We also have a Google Plus page, 
And if you really, really enjoy the show, please head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. It really helps. Every little bit counts. And we just want to say thank you to everyone else that's already done so. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks.